CNN Radio, I'm Paul Chambers. Four charred bodies have been found in an apparent migrant camp that was burned by one of the Southern California wildfires. If the deaths are attributed to the fires, that would bring the overall death toll to seven. President Bush toured some of the fire damage today, and he promised help if help is needed. If you want to find out whether or not you qualify for help, federal help, just call 1-800-621-FEMA or go to the website FEMA.gov. CNN Steve Kastenbaum was out with some of the firefighters today, and he joins us now live. Steve? Well, the conditions here greatly improved, and we could say without a doubt that they have turned the corner here in battling the blazes, although there are still 23 fires burning between here in San Diego and Los Angeles. Ten of them are considered to still be out of control, but again, much less visible smoke and flames today throughout the hills west of uh, east, rather, of Interstate 15. Throughout the San Diego Basin, people are sifting through the ashes, seeing if there's anything that they can recover from their damaged homes. A lot of those folks in Rancho Bernardo have nothing left. Reporting live, Steve Kastenbaum, CNN, San Diego. Supporters of a congressional resolution that would label the deaths of Armenians during World War I as genocide put off their call for a vote today. They're under heavy pressure from the Bush administration and NATO ally Turkey. The killings are a historical sore spot for Turkey. House Ways and Means Chairman Charles Rangel wants the alternative minimum tax repeal. We have felt that it should be eliminated and this burden should be removed off to 23 million people. The $1 trillion plan to repeal the tax and lower the tax burden on most lower- and middle-income people was unveiled by Wrangell earlier today. The most trusted name in news, this is CNN Radio. It's a new stop for the PGA Tour this week. The players are getting together in the Florida town of Port St. Lucie. Meantime, the only player among the top 24 on the money list taking part in the event is Mark Kalkavekia. Regarding the LPGA, Norwegian Susan Pedersen takes the lead after the opening event in Thailand. She has a two-shot lead over Elena Sharp after shooting a 7-under 65 today. American snow skier Bodie Miller, who was the 05 overall World Cup champion, could miss the start of the World Cup season this weekend. Miller's coach says the champ has an injured back. The start time of the November the 18th game between the Washington Redskins and the Cowboys has been pushed back. Check it out at 4.15 p.m. Eastern time on November the 18th. The International Olympic Committee is complaining about pollution in Beijing. In fact, several nations are saying they won't bring their teams to Beijing until the final moments because of the concern for the health of the athletes and the overwhelming pollution. CNN Radio Sports, I'm Rory Sushine. You probably know Alternative Talk 1150 AM is the home of great shows like Conscious Talk, The Scandinavian Hour, and The Truth About Nutrition. But did you know it could also be the home of your own radio program? If you have an idea for a radio program to promote your business or address the topics you want to talk about, call Eric Crema at 425-653-1150 and find out how you could join the Alternative Talk 1150 AM family. 425-653-1150. Or visit our website at 1150kknw.com and click on Contact Us. Let your voice be heard on Alternative Talk 1150. 50 a.m. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details 
details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Welcome to another evening program of the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I'm thrilled to be here back in the studio again at KKNW. And Tom is here with us as our audio engineer again tonight. Hi, Tom. Hey, how's it going? Oh, great. Whoa, kind of loud there. <laughs> <laughs> great. How about you? I'm doing great. Good. Yeah, I'm doing awesome. Great. And then my friend Mary Lee um, is in here answering the phone along with another friend, Lori. So they're here tonight answering the phones for everyone. But they and, can't say hi, so we'll just wait. Yeah, we'll just wait. <laughs> we're just waving to them. They're in the sound booth, yeah. So maybe, Tom, you could um, give out the phone number right away before we begin talking about tonight. Most definitely. Well, if you want to talk to Marie tonight, go ahead and give us a call at 1-877-825-8828. And that's toll free. One more time, that number is one 877 825-8828. And toll free from anywhere in the country, which yeah. is really exciting. Yeah, no, yeah. toll free from anywhere. Give us a call from New York, Georgia, Florida, wherever you're at. Right, right. Call us now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to also just start off with an announcement. Our very first guest on the Marie Manu Cherry Show will be Dr. Robin DeVasquale from Bastyr University. She is um, the chair of Bastyr's Botanical Medicine Department, and she's also a practicing naturopath. Um, here in Seattle. So she will be on the program. I'm thrilled to have her. I met her several months ago, and I just think she's a precious human being. So I'm thrilled to have her here on the program. Excellent. And that's next week? Next week. Next week. Yeah, so everybody better week. get ready. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so tonight, we're actually going to be talking about the paranormal. Ooh. Yes. It's a full moon tonight. It's a week before Halloween. And of course, just so everyone knows, you can call with any question that you have. It doesn't have to be a paranormal question, I, whether it's a health issue or it has to do with relationships or anything else, I'm happy to answer any questions. But if you also have some kind of weird, spooky thing that happened to you and you're wondering what it meant, yeah. I'm happy to answer that for you as well. well. It's Halloween. <laughs> That's the time to go for the spooky stuff. So <laughs> right. call with the spooky stuff. You know, what's interesting about the paranormal is that for me, it's not spooky at all. No. And one of the things that I have found out, well, you know, pretty right away, as soon as I became intuitive, is that the Earth plane is probably a little bit more spookier than other time-space realities. The Earth itself is uh, a lower vibrational time-space reality than, let's say, the other side, Mm. or what some people call heaven, or even the astral plane, just because um, we're a denser, less conscious area of reality. And so other places of reality actually have a lot more joy and happiness and peace. And so when you allow yourself to plug into the astral plane or talk to loved ones, I think overall everyone's pretty much safe. But some people really worry about that, and they think it's scary and that it's not safe. Well, Hollywood... Yeah. <laughs> Hollywood has done something. Oh, it's probably one of those things that over time, yeah. you know, back when, you know, centuries ago when people didn't know what it was right. and they saw things like that, they were probably freaked out by it. 
And then over time, those turn into myths and legends, and then all of a sudden, Hollywood's making movies about them, and now everybody's creeped out. Right, and and I think the movies are fun. I enjoy them. I mean, not their gory ones. I can't do that, but I think the movies are fun. And it's just important to know that even when I look at people who are on the other side, maybe less than 3% of the people that I see who have already passed are actually ghosts. Everybody else is happy to be on the other side pretty much, enjoying their life and not really bothering the earth plane only to say hi and give us hugs and kisses and wish us a great day so they wouldn't be ghosts still even if they're happy they right. couldn't be like happy ghosts like casper <laughs> or something like that there are some ghosts that are in denial happy yeah but a ghost means it's someone who's is kind of trapped between oh, our world and the next world and they're oh. confused and many of those people are frustrated and and are you know whatever happened towards the end of their life they didn't feel like they were able to have peace in their life well, that's why they're banging on chairs exactly and, and picture frames <laughs> exactly. and stuff like that But a small percentage of the population that I see that has actually passed over, there aren't that many ghosts, but many people make it sound like, oh, they're everywhere and they're haunting all of us. And (laughs) I don't actually see that happening. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing. Yeah. I think people's drama can attract those experiences to them. So if an individual is pretty dramatic, they can attract more of those type of ghostly creatures into their experience. But overall, um, I think that it's pretty peaceful and calm and very joyful. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's comforting to know yeah good <laughs> i noticed we have a caller on the line we uh, we do have a call already great so why don't we go to our caller and see if we can answer our their question we've got uh chantelle on the line chantelle yes i'm here hi chantelle how are you i'm doing fine thanks. how are y'all oh i'm doing great thanks what can i do for you i am calling um in regards to my son my oldest son is a special needs child mm-hmm. he suffers from uh, adhd and mild Asperger's. Mm-hmm. He also has an anxiety disorder and um, a couple of other kind of odd things that are going on with him. Mm-hmm. And how old is he? He is 13. He will be 14 in December. Okay. And so are, do you have him currently medicated? I do currently have him medicated, okay. yes. And does he like the medication? He has never had a problem with the medication, yeah. Okay. All right. So he doesn't complain? No. Okay. And so if do you feel like the medication's working for him? Um, yeah, it does. Yeah, it it is working for him. Um, Mm -hmm. It manages a lot of his behavior, but um, it doesn't seem to cover his emotional um, issues. And um, I do have a psychiatrist and a um, ADHD coach, um, which has helped as well to kind of deal with those other issues. But it's still not to the level that I that you would like I think it to can, be. Yeah, I think you can have a better quality of life is what I'm looking for. Yeah, me too, actually. And and so here, I'll tell you my impressions of Asperger's or autism, which of course your son was not diagnosed with autism, a mild form of Asperger's. And uh, I really think that children who are born with those disorders or um, I, I prefer not to refer to it as a disorder, maybe a challenge. Um, sure. I believe that they're here to actually teach all of us quite a bit about our educational system. I think the educational system in the United States is really unhealthy. Um, uh-huh. Obviously, teachers are severely underpaid, but I don't think it's healthy to think that everyone is going to learn the same way. And we don't have a lot of creativity in our educational system. So mm-hmm. hyperactive children and children who have Asperger's or autism actually are forcing the educational system to revamp, at least for their population, um, different ways to learn. And so when I look at someone like your son, who, of course, has a mild tendency toward it, I, I believe that he is actually a gift to our educational system so that we learn that sitting for six hours in a chair and not allowing for a lot of outdoor activity um, doesn't actually help our children learn. Right. That's a wonderful perspective. 
Yeah. And, and I think that when we have that perspective, then we don't expect our children to act what we consider to be normal. Because I just think it's instead of looking at it as a behavioral problem, I'm looking at is in terms of this is a society problem and we need to have smaller classrooms, a lot of outdoor activity and allow these children to really learn on their own pace through a, a fair amount of creativity. Mm-hmm. And, and, right. and so what what I hope ultimately, especially since your son's um, symptoms are mild as perhaps he'll be able to go off the medication. Uh, and of course, that's up to you and your family and works well for you and your physician. Right. And that is ultimately our goal. Good. And <clears throat> and children who have high sensitivities do not do well with sugar. They do not do well with any food additives like coloring. They're, they do have a very sensitive system um, and emotional base, which is actually a blessing in my opinion. I think it's a blessing to be that sensitive and to... Um, and to be able that aware of the environment, and I think that's why children who are diagnosed with all the different HDHD and you know because we have so many runoffs to attention deficit disorder, uh, right. that they're actually feeling the school when they walk in. They're feeling the discomfort of yeah. of what, even perhaps their teachers or their classmates, and no one has taught them to really let them fully express what they're feeling. And then we are uncomfortable with their sensitivity. Um, which I think is sad. I think we can learn a lot from these children and gain a, a better perspective of our own intuition and be able to feel the space. That's very interesting. Um, yeah, I can see him at times trying to physically manifest those those um, what he is sensing, um, and I had never seen it or thought of it in that in that um, sense. And I think it would be helpful if you speak to him in that way, so that he instead of looking at some of his challenges as a problem, look at them as an asset. You know, he's very fortunate to be that sensitive. And and we want him to use that in his life to help him make decisions because he's the type of kid, if he walks into a, a brand new job, like an office space, and it doesn't feel good to him, he, he's lucky to be able to know that maybe that isn't a good place for him to be. And then he can maybe look for another job or not choose to work in a place where it feels uncomfortable. Right. Because that's intuition. Exactly. That's something we want him to use. Absolutely. So perhaps yeah. approaching this um, approaching this more as a positive versus a negative, which I hope ultimately the school system will do, although I don't see that happening in the near future. I'm, I'm at least five years out when I look at our educational system in terms of making some drastic changes and, right. and not labeling children as problems, instead looking at the system and going, I think we've got some major problems here. We've got some really intuitive, highly sensitive kids. How can we teach them in an environment that feels good to them? Right. Yeah. yeah, I have actually even noticed a dramatic change from when he went into kindergarten, um, now in junior high. Um, they are coming and you know, slowly developing. Um, but you're right, it's going to take, take several more years and yeah. he's going to be within this system. But that doesn't serve him exactly right. as it could. But he's um, doing well. I see him doing he well. Is. He adjusts well. So. And he, he's, you know, you're a very loving mother. And that's what all children need anyway, is a lot of love. So I think your son's going to be perfectly fine. Thank you. I really appreciate it. That's wonderful to hear. Good, good. Thank you so much for calling in. Yes, thank you for your time. You bet. Good night. Good night. So now that we're back to our paranormal for a moment, um, what I think is also fascinating is that Halloween is actually incredibly sacred. And it's a sacred holiday because the premise is that the veil that surrounds the human species that makes it difficult for human beings to sense outside of the third dimensional space, it actually thins um, on Halloween. Hmm. Yeah, so that's why people have more mystical experiences, perhaps. That's why maybe people even feel a little edgy or nervous or scared yeah. because there's nothing real, there's 
a lot less blocking our view or our interpretations or our perceptions um, outside of the third dimensional space. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. (laughs) I just get all kinds of knowledge dropped on me now. Yeah. All all kinds of stuff I just didn't even know. (laughs) Right. 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 So um, the paranormal actually becomes more visible for most people um, in the earth plane. You get to Mm. have a better experience. So do you have um, very many family members on the other side, Tom? Um, Grandpa? I got a grandma and a grandpa. Yeah. I've I've seen a gentleman standing behind you several times. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) And I I didn't tell you to this moment because I'm like, (laughs) you know, I don't like to freak people out, you know. Yeah. It's different when they come to my house and they're sitting on my couch and they basically are expecting or hoping that I'm seeing their loved ones around them, right? Yeah. Versus... Wait, what? There's nobody here? You're telling me, come on. Yeah, no, there's a gentleman that stands behind you. I'm actually going to describe what he looks like. Um, He feels kind of tall to me, but that doesn't mean that he's... Because I'm not the greatest on height, but this would not be a really short man. He has a full head of hair and it's gray. All of it's gray. And I can tell from his original hair color that it was brown, maybe even a dark brown, because when I look at the gray, there's like this heavy coarseness to it. Um, He's lean, so he's not overweight. I see people close to the time of their passing. So if he got really sick, um, then if this person had been heavier before, when I Mm. see him, he's lean. He's wearing a blue, it's not jean material, but it is cotton, a dark blue button-down shirt long sleeves. Um, he has a cough. He keeps coughing. That's my pop-up. That's your pop-up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my pop-up. So I've seen him standing behind you before when you and I've been in this room together. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I just didn't say anything because, you know, I don't like to freak people out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he is so proud of you, your papa. He's wow. really proud of you. Awesome. He thinks you're interesting. He loves that you don't like to be part of mainstream. Although you are part of mainstream. I mean, you're a normal guy in a normal life. But he's he loves that you challenge yourself and and that you seek out different experiences. Yeah. Uh, he just he he does say he wishes he had told you more that he loved you. And that's what he when I see him and he chokes up, it's kinda hard for him to say those emotional things. Yeah. And and then he, he chokes up and he goes, Okay, I'm I'm telling him I'm loving him. Make sure you tell him. <laughs> so he says he loves you. Well, I always knew that. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> Is he your mom's dad or your Yeah, yeah because yeah. he has this bouquet of flowers for your mother. Oh. Yeah. And um they're red roses, by the way. And when male family members give red roses to one of their female family members, it makes me think, or what I get in interpretation is that they, um, there maybe there's some romantic energy missing from this female person's life, and so they're giving them a, a little bit of romantic energy, even though it's not meant to be romantic from them. It's I better just, make a phone call to my dad. <laughs> yeah, hey dad, you better send some flowers to mom because <laughs> Papa dad, said you she needs. You are slacking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good. I like that. Good. So it looks like we have another caller on the line. If we do, the phone lines are just blowing right up yet, but they are not quite in the queue. Oh, okay. I see one. Another second. Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, so that's your papa standing behind you. People, wow. people from the other side visit us all the time. They absolutely do. They, um, they go ahead and um, and visit us. Um, you know, during wonderful times, but also not so wonderful times. Um, whenever we need them, it's almost like they have this little pager on the side of their body. Yeah. And it beeps when you need them or when you're asking for help. And then they come right over and help you. Oh, wow. Isn't that great? That yeah. is. Yeah. Well, since we um, don't necessarily have a caller yet ready, why don't we well, go ahead and take our break? Okay, yeah, we'll do that. And uh, for Lisa, who's staying on the line right now, just go ahead and hang on with us for two quick minutes while we take a break. And we'll uh, 
be right with you as soon as we come back. Wonderful. Thank you. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com. Have you ever wanted to learn about chakras, medium communication, or energy medicine? Nationally known energy intuitive Marie Manucheri offers a variety of classes and workshops throughout the Pacific Northwest to embrace your personal power by learning to expand your intuition and ultimately fulfill your heart's desire. Marie captivates her audience with her enthusiastic and compassionate spirit. In every class, she performs personal readings and then uses the information to provide real-life illustrations about the concepts she is teaching. Marie began her career in healing as a registered nurse, is a Reiki master who is clairvoyant, clairsentient, and clairaudient with full sight of the chakras and the human energy system surrounding the body. She's also a medium with an amazing ability to connect with those living on the other side who often bring messages of healing and love to her clients and students. Her uniquely compassionate presence allows people to release pain, heal their wounds, and emerge into an expanded consciousness. Marie serves over 2,000 private clients nationwide. Marie's ability to see, feel, and hear the human energy system enables her to facilitate teaching and healing on a quantum level. To learn more about Marie and her 2007 class schedule and workshops, go to energyintuitive.com. That's energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671 for more information. 1150kknw.com. It's why they invented the internet. We think. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Great. So here we are back and we're going to talk to Lisa, um, a caller on hold. Is that right, Tom? That is correct. <laughs> I caught him off guard just a tad there. <laughs> doing doing all kinds of things right now. I know you are your busy guy. Lisa, are you there? No, this is Alice. Alice. Okay, so somehow we missed Lisa. Oh, mm. no, it's just the information's on the wrong screen. Okay. That's okay. Okay, we'll get back to Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Alice. I'm Hi. so sorry um, that we thought you were Lisa. How are you? That's okay. I'm fine. Thank you. Good. What can I do for you? Well... I have a question for you about um, my dad. Okay. He is 90 years old. Yeah. And in the past, I've kind of felt like um, he had a fear in dying mm-hmm. because I thought he was kind of where he felt like he was, um, you know, kind of feeling guilty for some of the things that he had done in his life and that type of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, is there something that we can do or say to, um, you know, older family members to mm-hmm. make death easier for them? Well, I, I really think your father is very, very ready. I, I think his time here on earth is really short. Like I'm looking at less than a year in terms mm-hmm. of how long he's going to be here. And, and it, thankfully he's lived a very long life. He has been having 
in his sleep, he's been sleep. I don't know. I'm assuming he's been sleeping more lately. But he what, definitely has. Yeah, what he shows me is that in his sleep, because he's actually more at peace about this than he has been in the past. He's kind of quiet about it because he thinks it's so weird that mm. that when he sleeps, he's going back off and visiting family members, loved ones. Is is your mother on the other side? She's on the other yeah. side. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he talks to me because you know when you're because your father's in transition, he's actually talking to me in a way as if someone who's already on the other side because oh. he's getting close. Mm-hmm. And so he, your mother has been helping him to get ready to cross over and helping him get over stuff that he felt. You know, your father is just one of those people who was just really hard on himself. Yes, definitely. Because he's a really sweet guy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so your mom's over there going, "No, no, don't worry about it. It's all going to be fine. Please don't worry about it." And and so he's feeling at peace about it. So she's helping him so you don't have to worry. Oh, okay. So there's nothing in particular that I can say or... I, I think what you could do is like when you're near him, just pat his leg and just say, so, you know, I, I how's, have you had any dreams about mom? You know, and that might help him to talk about it or make him feel validated, you know, that yes, indeed, this is all happening. It's not his imagination. He mm-hmm. truly is, mm-hmm. um, you know, having experiences. Oh, yeah, okay. but he's he's doing fine and he's ready to go and your mother's helping him. Oh, great. So you don't have to worry. Okay. Okay, great. how does that sound? That sounds wonderful. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. So we've got several callers, so why don't we keep on talking to them? Let's go ahead and do that. <laughs> okay, who do we have next? Now we've got Lisa. Oh, hi, Lisa. Hello? Hello? Lisa? Hi. Yeah, this is Lisa. Oh, All good. Right. Hi, Lisa. How are Hi. you? Hi. Good. Um, what, my what, experience yes. that I had was I uh, went to a funeral several years ago for somebody that I worked with, and there were four people there reading um, at his funeral, wow. and the family members read, but then the one person that worked with him got up and read something, and as he was reading his passage, I saw a shape. Mm-hmm. of a body, mm-hmm. like a spirit, moving back and forth around this man. It was a woman. It Was it a woman? Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Oh, okay. Did you think it was a man? Well, the reason I thought it was a man was yeah. because this person had gone up to where the man had fallen, mm-hmm. mountain climbing, and mm-hmm. brought his body back. Wow. And he was a real close friend of his. And wow. I thought maybe it was him, that he had, he had a tragic accident, and oh. he was just trying to figure out if everybody was going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So well, he was close to this person. Well, you know, I, I'm sure that gentleman must have been there as well. But when you talked yeah. about it, I see this woman walking back and forth, back and forth, oh, back and forth, okay. back and forth. Did you see the shape move at all? Yes, yeah. it moved from side to side. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And I think this woman that I'm seeing is somehow connected either to the funeral home or the cemetery. She wanted everything to be perfect and right. Oh. And so she was walking back and forth, back and forth, making sure that everything was on cue and that things were going in a in a direction that was good for the family. Okay. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. <laughs> and I'm sure that other gentleman was there or, you know, both of them were probably there together participating or watching the funeral. They, they may have been even standing right next to each other because many people, most people attend their own funeral. Yeah. Right. So and, go yeah, ahead. And two and a half years after that, his um, wife was on a local talk show and connected mm. with him through James Von Prague. Oh, lovely. So it was really, it was real peaceful. Lovely. Peaceful thing. Well, yeah. and he was doing something I'm sure that he loved you yeah. know, when he passed, and that's always important you know, yeah. to be able to do something. You know, That's how we all want to go, Yeah, doing something that we love. Wonderful. 
It was great, but I thought I'd share that. Yeah, thank you so much, and congratulations for seeing that shape. Have you seen a shape since then? I have. Good. Yeah, and there's only been a couple times when I've seen shapes that I've had to say, uh, you're in the wrong place, go to the light. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a question or a statement you can say out loud to find out if that person is there for you and might have a message for you. Because what uh-huh. I'm being told, because you are very kind and compassionate to other people, but sometimes you're stubborn about letting other people help you. Uh-huh. And so s- spirits come to help us, and they don't even have to be part of our family member. They can you know, just be beings out in the world who recognize that you have this ability and actually reach out to help you. Okay. So you can say a phrase, only those who are here for my highest good may remain in my energy field. And then uh, if that thing or shape that you are seeing isn't in your highest good, it will disappear. But I bet you anything, whatever is around you is there for your highest good. And it would be fun for you to get information from it, to kind of learn from the experience and um, let it help you. I agree. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with all of that. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. You're welcome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And I noticed we have another call from Melissa. Do you want to hand, um, give out the phone number first, Tom, again? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. We do have a couple of lines open right now. If uh, you have a question for Marie, go ahead and give us a call at 877-825-8828. Once again, that number is one 825 8828 And that's toll-free all across the U.S. Yay. And uh, we've got Melissa on the line. Wonderful. Hi, Melissa. Hi. How are you? I good. Thank you for taking my call. You know, originally I was going to ask about school and and you know basically a direction. Mm-hmm. But you might ask a question about my son. Yeah, please ask ask away. Um, I, do you uh, are you able to see the past life? Sometimes I can. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's relevant to what's what I'm experiencing, then usually there's a message or information that comes through regarding a past life. Okay. Well, this is in regards to Noah because um, sometimes he shows me a uh, certain hand, um, the way I should put my hand when I pray, mm. like like Buddha, right? Really, like right. like maybe a llama, like, right? And so, what is do you what? get? Yeah. Was he a Dalai Lama? <laughs> I'm not sure if he was the Dalai Lama, um, but I will tell you this, that children, they know what it's like to communicate with creation. And, you know, children are our very best teachers, and they are wise beyond what we could possibly imagine. And you're a very fortunate parent because you you know how to sit down and listen to, you know, whatever your child is giving you, the information that your child is giving you. So I would definitely listen to your son and his prompts because children are still very, very connected. As long as we nurture their spirit, then they don't lose that connection with creation. So how can I um, foster that in him? I'm just yeah. kind of... Well, like when he says, put your hands like this, oh, thank you. And, or even ask, why do you think that would be a good position for me to place my hands in this way? And then you're going to get even more information because he really knows what he's doing. And so whether he was the Dalai Lama or a Dalai Lama or not, we know that he's had, you know, a lot of spiritual practice in previous lifetimes. And now he's bringing that information to you to utilize in your life. Mm. And then um, I don't know if she asked you, but I was wondering if you could give a message uh, for Zandra. She's here with me, my daughter. Uh-huh. How old is Zandra? She's 14. 14. I was one oh, 15, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Sorry, Sandra. And I was wondering if her grandpa could give her a message because uh, 
Yeah. And he's on the other the side. Adored him. Yeah. He, yeah, he's on the other side. You, you know what he tells me um, is that he wishes that she wasn't so anxious. She gets really nervous and a, a little bit stressed out just in regular day life. Um, and so whether that means that maybe she needs a little bit more sleep or she needs to remember that she's a wonderful, fabulous, fantastic human being and she doesn't need to be stressed about outward stressors. It seems like your daughter's also really sensitive. And yeah. so when I see her grandfather standing behind her, that's what he's wishing for her, that she would relax more, remember that she's a wonderful and special person, and that she doesn't have to try so hard in the world, that she's lovable, incredibly lovable. So that's the message I'm getting from him. Thank you. You're so welcome, and you have a wonderful evening, and happy Halloween with um, trick-or-treating with your kids. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Tom, I think we have another person on the line. We do. We just got people calling in left and right tonight. Fabulous. Right now we've got uh, Virginia. Okay, Virginia in Seattle, it looks like. Yeah. That's me. Hi, Virginia. How are you? Hi. Hey, what can I do for you? Well, uh, I haven't talked to you at all, but I was wondering about my chakras. Do I have any good chakras that are good? Or, <laughs> you know? I'm sure, good? I'm sure you have many good chakras. You have very strong energy. Very strong energy. When I'm looking at the back of your solar plexus, that's an area of concern for me. You're actually leaking energy out of your mid-back. So that, oh. Yeah, and, and that's your will about mm, how you see yourself in the world. Uh-huh. So you might have some anxiety about who you think you are or who you would like to be and, and making that more of a focal point, You know, yep. ma- making other people recognize what you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you're nicely grounded, and you know how to ground fairly easily, so that's great. You're, you pull up a fair amount of healthy energy into your body, which is excellent. Your crown chakra is open. You're pulling a ton of energy into your crown chakra, which is excellent. Your root and your crown are actually communicating with each other, so you're balanced between heaven and earth. Do you get pain in your mid-spine? Is it discomfort, uncomfortable for you there? Yes. Yeah, because you're losing so much energy there that doesn't surprise me. So here's what I would recommend that you do is I would recommend that you go ahead and visualize yourself content and happy with the career choices or the aspects of yourself that you would want other people to recognize about you. Don't worry about how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. Just feel how happy you would be if you felt more acknowledged as the person that you are. Okay. So if you could do that on a regular basis, that will stop the leaking that I'm seeing at your back. And then we'll actually, you'll be sending energy to your future to really let that manifest for you so that you can be, yes, so you can be what you believe that you are and have other people validate that and acknowledge that for you. Okay. Yeah. Is that helpful? That's wonderful. Good. So it's leaking out in the back of my heart. Yeah. Behind my heart. It's actually a little bit lower. So, so, you know, it's... um, it's kind of like around the bra strap area. Uh, that's where it's been leaking. Um, I'm doing my best to stop the leak. And so if you can feel comfortable with who you are, even if other people don't acknowledge that about you, if you can feel comfortable about it, then okay. that will help that area. Oh, good. Okay. I would like to lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I believe is the answer to weight loss personally, is that if you can love the way your body looks right now, uh-huh. I mean, honestly, go, hey, I like this soft spot, Uh because we all have soft spots on our body. Then all of a sudden, you may find yourself choosing different foods to eat, choosing activities that help you exercise well. So Uh that's what I recommend is to really fall in love with the way you look now, um, so that as it changes, you can love it when it changes, too. Oh, 
Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for calling. Thank you, too. Great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I believe we even have another caller. We do. We just keep getting phone calls tonight. And uh, speaking of which, if you do have a question for Marie tonight, go ahead and give us a call at 1-877-825-8828. Once again, that toll-free number is 877-825-8828. And now we've uh, we've got Patty on the line. Great. Hi, Patty. Hello. Hi, this is Marie. How can I help you? Hi, Marie. Um, my name's Patty, and um, I, you know, I, I just, I have a bunch of questions, but I'm uh, going to try to just like get it down to one. Sure. Um, I, I had a series of accidents, um, and uh, I, I, I also had a spinal cord injury. Oh, and I'm sorry. It, it's taken me. Um, Oh, it's got it's taken me like three years, and I'm still like in constant pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just feel. But you're completely really, ambulatory. Is that true? I mean, you walk and all that good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the spinal cord injury was caused because they would do. They wanted to do a cortisone injection in my neck because I wasn't responding to physical therapy, and they put the cortisone in between C six and C seven, and it mm-hmm. got into it got into the spinal cord. So now I have uh, nerve damage that goes down my arm. Oh, I'm sorry. And um, I'm just I'm just in constant. Uh, neck, back, and pain along my arm, or that nerve pain, right. and and I, I'm just I, I'm I'm tired. It, I know. I just, I feel and you're frustrated. Like I just, I I, I want to just leave the planet I because know. I just I'm wondering, am I ever going to heal? Mm-hmm. Do I have a purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, what What am I here? What can you tell me yeah. that can well, sort I, of lift me up? I, I I can tell you right away that everybody has a purpose. Everyone's gifted. Everyone's talented. Every single human being has something to offer to themselves, to the world. And whenever they discover, stumble, because I feel like I stumbled onto my de- destiny. It wasn't exactly a plan of mine. And and so when you stumble onto this, uh, it will make you so incredibly happy and will fulfill your life as much as whatever you do actually helps to fulfill other people's lives in some way, even if it's not obvious. People who have chronic pain, in my opinion, have chronic emotional pain. The emotional pain had to be there way before the physical injury. However it happened, whether it's an illness or physical injury, that had to be the emotional pain had to be there way before the physical sensations or situation. And and what I notice about you is that you feel so frustrated to me, not just on this phone call, just energetically really mm-hmm. frustrated. Frustration is really hello? a and, hello, are you there, Patty? Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Hello. <laughs> Patty, can you hear us all right? Oh. Hello. Hello. Oh, darn it. Well, I Did could, I lose you? No. No, we still got you on the line. I'm sorry. I was on my cell phone. I think I may have lost you. Oh, no, you're right here with us. I just, I can't hear you anymore. Okay. Well, you know what, Patty? I'm going to keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Can you hear me? Okay. Well, now we're getting feedback from the radio. Yeah. So, Pat, Patty, why don't you try giving us a call right back from your cell phone, okay? Okay. All right, give us a call right back. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to actually keep talking about Patty, and maybe one of her friends will take some notes. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things, frustration is actually really means that you're on the right track. You are on the right track. You are moving in a, in a positive way. You just need to be a little bit more flexible. And this chronic pain that most people have is r- related, again, to that emotional pain. 
And, and the emotional pain is what is actually causing the physical sensations. And so the person's going to have to do their very best to get out of that emotional pain, figure out what the emotional pain is so that the physical pain can be addressed in some positive way and have it completely resolved. And as long as Patty stays in this frustration, she's actually attracting more pain to her physical body, even though that's the last thing that she wants. Ah, so I guess we're going to a break? Yeah. Okay, good. It's, it's that time of the hour. <laughs> okay. So we'll be back in a few minutes with the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Have you ever wanted to learn about chakras, medium communication, or energy medicine? Nationally known energy intuitive Marie Manucherry offers a variety of classes and workshops throughout the Pacific Northwest to embrace your personal power by learning to expand your intuition and ultimately fulfill your heart's desire. Marie captivates her audience with her enthusiastic and compassionate spirit. In every class, she performs personal readings and then uses the information to provide real-life illustrations about the concepts she is teaching. Marie began her career in healing as a registered nurse, is a Reiki master who is clairvoyant, clairsentient, and clairaudient with full sight of the chakras and the human energy system surrounding the body. She's also a medium with an amazing ability to connect with those living on the other side who often bring messages of healing and love to her clients and students. Her uniquely compassionate presence allows people to release pain, heal their wounds, and emerge into an expanded consciousness. Marie serves over 2,000 private clients nationwide. Marie's ability to see, feel, and hear the human energy system enables her to facilitate teaching and healing on a quantum level. To learn more about Marie and her 2007 class schedule and workshops, go to energyintuitive.com. That's energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671 for more information. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Come as you are. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Great. And here we are back with Marie Manucherry Show. I am Marie. And I'm just going to continue talking about Patty a little bit. We lost her, a caller who's been having chronic pain for quite a while and was frustrated and feeling sometimes that she wants to leave the planet. I know a lot of people can resonate with that. I recommend you stay because I also believe in reincarnation. And if you don't finish something out here, you're going to have to finish it somewhere. So you might as well stick it out here. Enjoy life to the best of your ability. And so actually changing your perception about feeling more joy in your life sends positive energy to joints or chronic pain that we have, even nerve pain, and then finding out what we're really upset about, what is the true emotional pain and learning to grieve about it and feeling the true authentic feelings about it, and then learning again to feel more authentic joy. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, so hopefully that information will get to Patty and and hopefully she'll be able to work that into her life in some way. Yeah, we hope so. Yes. So I understand we have another caller on the line. We do. We've got uh, Sophie on the line. Right. Sophie, are you with us? Yep. Great. Hi, Sophie. What can I do for you? Hi. I thought since it was near Halloween, it would be interesting to learn more about Wiccan and um, just kind of what kind of energy is that putting out and what it, you know, what it, how, I'm just curious, I guess, of what your take on that. Right. Well, Wiccan is actually, it's, you know, it's about witches, right? And, and the true history about Wiccan is really about studying the elements, studying nature and herbs and um, learning um, the pharmaceuticals of even 
herbology. And that's what actually witches did is they helped cure people with um, herbs and medicine from the natural earth. They actually created salves and, and packets for people who had wounds or take away stomach pain. That's really the true traditional history of Wicca and the celebration of all the seasons um, and nature. Um, I think that the reason why Wiccic maybe got some little ooh kind of spookiness to it is because, you know, some people um, believe in casting spells. And, and the truth is, is, you know, everyone has their own personal power in life and everyone has free will. And so when we're casting spells, we're actually working against the universe, in my opinion. I think that if we pray positively for people in terms of what they want, then that's a very healthy way to bless someone or send a positive spell to someone. But truly, when we're trying to manipulate the energy in a way to prevent or to create something that is not in the will of the individual, then that's when it gets a little bit interesting. Um, But Wicca is... um, an incredible way to celebrate the the earth and to find natural ways to heal our bodies and to heal our lives. Does that help answer your question? Yeah, that's really interesting. Thank you. You're so welcome, and thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Yeah, I love witches. Um, I wear a witch hat every Halloween, and I have witches out on my porch. Of course, mine look very friendly because what I do for a living is a little weird, and I certainly don't <laughs> want to freak anyone out when they come to my door. Um, but this Halloween, I did buy this interesting um, crystal ball that does have a witch saying a phrase that looks a little scary. My oldest daughter told me, but I'm only going to put it out on Halloween for the well, trick-or-treaters. What's it say? What's it say? It just th- says things like, oh. It's Halloween, you know, and has oh, this funny witch voice. Creepy. Well, she's kind of creepy looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, so you know, Wicca is actually a very celebrated form of magic, and magic is just natural. It's in the air, it's in the sky, it's in the moon, it's in the earth. And when we have a positive intention with how we're using magic in our lives and the lives of others, then it only blesses us. Oh, nice. Yeah, isn't that nice? Not Salem Witch Trial Well, you know, stuff. I think the Salem Witch Trial was actually just a misunderstanding. I think yeah. the majority of the witches, if you will, during that time were doing exactly what I just described. Yeah. They were helping people. Yeah. And it was just a Puritan time period where there was a lot of misunderstanding about wisdom. Oh, and, yeah. And oh, it's so it was just kind of a mess. Sensationalism. Yeah, it's yeah. just a little bit of a mess. I'm actually related to somebody who was... Ah, really? Yeah, and in the, uh, in the Crucible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, one of the characters from, so like somebody who was actually like, I don't know if they hung them or burned them at that time. Or drowned them. Or drowned them or whatever, but actually have somebody. Wow. See, we're in good company here, Tom. All right. Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We're in good company. Yeah. So I think one of the important things about Halloween and, you know, the paranormal is to really allow our children to maintain their spirit because they have a very strong connection to the other side and they've come just from God, in my opinion. Um, In fact, there's a a story that I read in a book once about a little boy who was about seven years of age and he was standing outside of his brother's room who was maybe a two-month-old baby and his baby brother was sleeping and he whispers to his brother, he goes, can you remember what God looks like? Oh, I've, I've read that too, ah. actually. I've, read that. I've seen that article before. Yeah. yeah. And the little boy says, you know, I'm beginning to forget what he looks like. Yeah. And so I think it's our job as parents and as adults in the world is to make sure that children maintain that special special process of who they are and in, and maintain their spirit because they have incredible knowledge and wisdom to give yeah. us. It'd be interesting to find out what gets lost along the way. A lot. Yeah. You know, I didn't know I was intuitive until I was about 38 years of age. That was about nine years ago. And um, 
when I recognized I was intuitive, I had this memory of when I was six years old, standing in a bathroom with a whole bunch of little girls. We were about five or six years of age. And I was telling every single one of them about their relatives and even their brothers, people I hadn't met. I'd probably met their moms from school because we kind of lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah. And I'd forgotten about it completely until I was 38. Wow. And so we we all have natural gifts and talents, and to be mystical is truly a gift. We, yeah. We're all gifted. Every single human being is. And to be able to embrace that part of who we are, I, I think it makes life interesting and fun and, oh. and easier for yeah. us. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's uh, I think that's interesting. Myself, personally, I think about that kind of stuff in terms of like the human brain. Well, I'm glad you brought the brain up because I was actually going to talk about the sixth chakra, also called or referred to as the third eye. And that's where intuition comes from, right across the brain. Intuition comes in through the back of the brain. That's where we receive it, through the occipital ridge. Um, that's the, the bump. The, the bump. bump. See, I remembered. I yeah, remember. Yeah, because we talked about it on the very uh, first I show. Know, I've been taking chakras. notes. Oh, I'm so ready great. for the midterm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to hold you to that one. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, man, I hope you don't come in here next week with a paper test. So the back of the head receives psychic phenomena from the astral plane, moves across the brain, and then information moves into the front of the third eye where it's translated. Hmm. So we translate the non-physical into the physical. And in doing so, um, we are able to understand our life more completely because even though we feel isolated here on planet Earth, we are in a vast universe. There's so much going on all the time. In fact, science is finding out every single day how, oh my gosh, there's another planet over here. Oh my gosh, it looks like we have a whole other universe over here that we have yet to discover. So we are particles in this cosmo of greatness. And the more we discover about it, the more we discover about ourselves. Hmm. And I noticed we have a caller on the line. We do have another caller. We've got yeah. uh, Karen on the line, who I believe Karen... Karen, are you with us? Yes. Uh-huh. Hi, Karen. What can I do for you? Um, well, I uh, um, have been diagnosed underactive thyroid. Yes. And um, I don't really show the symptoms, mm-hmm. um, but I would wanted to know if I could do something energetically for it instead of getting on any medication. Sure. I'll, I'll make a couple of suggestions. Um, one... Uh, and I'm going to give you an energy exercise in just a moment, but one of the suggestions would be to perhaps look for a holistic practitioner who can start you on some herbs or vitamins to help increase the activity of your thyroid before you take maybe a pharmaceutical agent since it's you know still within, it's like a little bit below low normal, but it's it's not too far from it from what I can see when I look at your lab results. Is that true for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it was really low. So he said it. She said it was, um, the TSH was 11.57. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she said, I don't know how you're getting out of bed or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but you're but not I feeling, feel sim- fine. You're, you're not feeling, sim- you know, um, symptoms from it, which is excellent. No. And I, I've had a bad experience where the doctor did put me on medication for it and it, um, I'm, started getting anxiety and sure and so I really don't want to go on medication right so I would consider finding a holistic practitioner to get you stabilize you on some natural herbs or vitamins some sort of supplement that will feed your thyroid and help it to work on its own hopefully right and and give that a shot but there is an exercise you can do but first I'm going to explain about the throat chakra the throat chakra, um, it's the fifth chakra in the middle of your throat. It governs the thyroid gland, and it's the highest personal power vortex in the physical body. So when people are having thyroid problems or anything to do with their neck or their mouth and teeth and gums, their esophagus, their vocal cords, whatever is governed by the throat chakra, it means that they're having a hard time feeling personally empowered. 
Okay. So that's one thing to look at. Do you feel empowered in your life? Do you are you able to speak your truth or say how you feel? Are you? Uh, uh-huh. I've been starting. Good. So if you start doing that, and then you also start to take holistic medicine or natural herbs and vitamins, that could enhance the way the medicine works for you. What kind of doctor would that be, a naturopath? A naturopath would be great, a Chinese herbal medicine person. I would ask around, and my rule is that if you hear someone's name three times, then that would be a good person to interview to see if they would be a good match for you. Okay, because I actually did go to a naturopath. She's the one diagnosed me, but she said... um, there's like, um, I guess, some kind of plant enzyme. Perfect. Because it's autoimmune. Right. So I don't know if that takes you to the other chakra. Well, yeah. Well, it, it takes, see, the thyroid gland is part of the endocrine system. So when the endocrine system is having a problem, that is an autoimmune disorder. The solar plexus has a secondary responsibility to your entire endocrine system. But it's the fifth chakra that's already been affected, right? Right. So here's the exercise. What you do is you make up a language, one that you don't know that has harsh or guttural sounds in it, like maybe pretending like you're speaking Arabic or perhaps German, but something has kind of a gutturalness to the language. Okay. And you speak it out loud for one minute every day towards a blank wall or door. Okay. Okay. And every time you do that, you're clearing out all the things that you've been wanting to say that you haven't been able to say. <laughs> okay. A lot of stuff in there, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And then what I would love for you to do is to spend more time in your present in your physical body, like in the lower abdominal cavity, but anywhere below the neck and ask yourself regularly, how am I feeling? What do I want? Am I happy? So that when, now that you've cleared away the stagnant energy through the exercise, you'll be able to allow your own personal impressions about your life to come up and speak through you, which will empower you. When people speak their truth, I'll see a heat wave of energy that moves to the front of their throat chakra, moves through multiple time space realities, hits where their consciousness currently lies and then returns personal power to them. So speaking your truth is important. Even if you can't speak it to the people in your life, writing it down in a journal. If you've had a bad day and you wish you could have told someone, hey, I'm kind of upset with what you said, but you feel uncomfortable doing it, write it down because that way you're getting it out of your body. Okay. Okay. Um, So that's what I would recommend. And um, thank you so much for calling in. All right. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a great day or evening. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. One of the things I wanted to go over, too, is, you know, we're having um, Dr. Robin DiBasquale coming in. She's the chair of Bastard University of Botanical Medicine, and she's also a naturopath. So she will be here next Thursday night with us. And then on November 8th, we have um, authors of The Complete Diabetes Lifestyle, and that would be Donna Kay and Mary Beth Stevens. They co-authored this book together, and Donna Kay is actually a stage 2 diabetic, so This book is about her experiences and what she learned along the way. And Mary Beth Stevens has been a writer for about 20 years. She also used to be my assistant. So she co-authored the book with Donna Kay, and they're both going to be in the studio on November 8th talking about diabetes, particularly stage two. But I'm sure that if we have questions about stage one diabetes, then we'll be happy to answer those questions. Excellent. Yeah. 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 So I I find it interesting how chakras you know, also affect um, the organs in our body and that when we learn to balance our energy system, then our physical body also becomes balanced. And just like with this last caller who's having difficulty balancing yeah. her thyroid, which means that her endocrine system probably overall is is stressed and we don't want auto, other types of autoimmune disorders that could be more complicated to come in and affect any change within her being. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where we all have a hard time is finding balance? 
Yes. Finding the balance. It's all about finding that balance. And you know what? I think a lot of people think that balance means standing still. Like (laughs) you're balanced. Yeah. Okay. I don't want anything to change. Kind of. Yeah. But not really. It's not that. Not at all. It's movement. Yeah. Balance is movement. Got to be able to adapt. Adapt and free flow and change your position and make different choices. That's what balance is all about, in my opinion. Um, And then, of course, on December 20th, we are going to have... a guest, which is Zora Pasio, and I may have said your name wrong, Zora. I so apologize. Call me if I if I did, and you'll teach me how to do it before you come <laughs> on December twentieth. And she is a nurse practitioner who owns the Women's Woodenville Clinic in Woodenville, so the Woodenville Women's Clinic. Um, and I think it's a fabulous facility, and I'm looking forward to having Zora on the show on December twentieth. And in her clinic, they combine um, holistic medicine to provide individual care for women and who desire optimal health. And they offer integrated approach, combining traditional and holistic methods. So I'm looking forward for Zora visiting us on December 20th. Excellent. Looks like we've got a lot of great guests coming up. We absolutely do. And and we will have a guest also in mid-December, an acupuncturist locally, um, Elizabeth um, Alicia Weinberg, who does facial facelifts through acupuncture. Wow. I know. Won't that be fun? Wow. Yes, so we're going to have a, a lot of interesting people on the show. That's something that I've always wanted to do, but I've had a... You don't need to. Really? Yeah, you're young. See, this is well, acupuncture facelift. No, not a facelift. <laughs> Just regular acupuncture. Right. Well, I I've got highly ten... recommend it. Well, because I've got tendonitis in my oh. right arm, so... Well, maybe we'll have to talk about that tendonitis, yeah. and I can tell you what that's about. Too much but... life on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and and so if we get back to the paranormal just a little bit, since we're going to be celebrating Halloween in about mm, six days, I believe it is, you know, if you would love to have a stronger connection to the other side, to other time space realities, remember time leading up to Halloween and Halloween and even the day after is perfect. The, the veil will be thin. Um, remember that you are protected and loved and cherished and honored by all of creation and allow yourself to have a multi-sensory experience. Talk to your loved ones on the other side. Ask your angels for help. Um, remind yourself that you are guided at all times and have a full paranormal experience. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a, a lot of things for everybody to uh, get ready for over the yeah. over the weekend. Over well, you know, holiday. because there's a lot of a lot of people are celebrating Halloween this weekend. I know they are. They're going to be out partying. A lot, of parties. A lot yeah. of parties. Be safe out there partying. Yes. No drinking and driving. Right. Yes. And thank you so much, everyone, for calling in this evening and talking to us about your problems. I hope, that, as always, that you have a wonderful evening, that you have a great day tomorrow. And then until next week and always, I wish you health, happiness, and joy.
preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.